Welcome, everyone, to this week's new episode of Project Tech Gaming. I'm your host, Rob Garcia, and I'm joined by co-host, Kelvin Roland. How are you today, man? What a week, man. What a week. E3 <laughs> is behind us now. It has been exhausting. This is our first time ever doing this, um, and I'm glad it's over. As much fun as it was, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely fun, man. I just think that it was there was a lot of highs and lows, and we'll get to, into that in a little bit, but uh, de- definitely a different E3 than we've had in the past, so I'm, I'm, in, I'm excited to talk about it. For sure. If you're new to the show, this is the podcast where we talk about tech, games, and everything in between. So we're going to just jump right into the topics, Kelf. All right. So topic one is going to be each host is going to give their top three E3 games. All right. That was shown. Topic two is going to be, we're going to be reviewing E3. We're going to be giving it a grade out of 10 and who won E3 this year. All right. And the last topic is going to be the Switch Pro is still MIA. When will it actually make an appearance if it does? So let's jump in, Kelf. Top E3 games for each host. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, I'll I'll have you go first. But before we do that, I just want to again just thank all the new subscribers for coming and joining us. Um, you know, just kind of want to give them a shout out for coming and and joining our community. So just you know, shout outs to them. That's all. Thank you guys. Really, truly, truly, thank you. Um, special shout out to Poker Farm. You're the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poker Farm. Um. Who else can we shout out? Uh, binge Gaming. Binge Gaming. Yeah, yep, Binge Worthy Gaming. He's dope as hell, Kevin. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's uh, let's get right into it. So I, I want you to start off. I want you to start off. Do you want me to give? Do you want to go one at a time, or you want to give my top three right off the jump? Let's do one at a time. I feel like okay. that'd be so. We'll go. Bit. I'll go one, and then more you suspenseful. One. Yeah. Okay. So my number one of my favorite. I'm gonna. These are kind of like all in the same playing field, but one of my favorite games that was shown on E3. It's got to be Metroid Dread. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. For sure. Yep. I have a feeling that's one of yours too. Is that one of yours as well? That is one of mine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we could talk about that together, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. This game is not necessarily the game we asked for, right? Right. Everyone was expecting Metroid Prime 4. And what we got was something a little different, but a nice thing to hold us over before we actually get Metroid Prime 4. And it's coming out soon. It's coming out in October, I believe, right? Yes. So October 8th. Um, yeah, and I've always been a fan of the of the the side-scrolling Metroid, like the old ones. They're always fun. Like my favorite Metroid of all time has been Metroid Fusion on the Game Boy Advance. Okay. This is very reminiscent of it. And the fact that it's on Switch and we could play it anywhere, that's fantastic. You know? Um let me know why you know that game is your favorite game well, or not favorite game but one of your favorites one of my favorite games of e3 so i think this spoke to me so well so like highly because it just it came i wouldn't say it came out of the left field because um this has been somewhat rumored for for a couple years now like the continuation of fusion right is basically what people were, were it's, wanting it's what fusion 2 is what this is right right 100 yeah. percent. so for this to come out um, it was kind of out of left field, but not really because kind of people started kind of giving up on this game, I guess. Um, and, and I, and I wasn't, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't like a huge follower of fusion. So I would, I didn't really know about it up until recently and yeah. And they just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, Hey, here's uh Metroid, uh, dread coming this year, October 8th. And I'm like, 
all right. And the 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 what spoke to me, I think, is just the art style. The two D side scrolling was just kind of exactly what I want right now. I feel like you know you ha- kind of have like phases where you kind of want a game and you, you're just kind of in the mood for something. And I think that's what I'm in the mood for right now. And it just kind of speaks to me. So like the graphics look great, the animations look cool, the little cool um, cutscenes like in between that when, it when has. You do like a, yeah, when you do like a, a knockout kill or like, like a like finisher or something like yeah. that. I think I think that really speaks to me. And again, I haven't had a a solid Metroid game in so long that I think that, like I've been wanting Metroid Prime for so long now for them to remake it. And you know, it's still I, I was hoping for it to be uh, this year's E3, but it wasn't. So this is just. Like, I'm like, all right, this is what I want to play. Like, this is it. So this, I'm excited. I'm so excited for this. Like, you have no idea. Uh, this was actually my number one, um, just to kind of throw yeah, that out there. I, I think because it's coming so close. And that's what I love about, that's like the best part about E3 is when these nice little like surprises, these treats come at you because we, no one was expecting it to be shown. Right. right? Yeah, so like, right. here you go. Even though you guys weren't really expect here, this is, this is, this is it. And it's coming out soon. Um, and especially with the games now with all like open world and being these massive games, it's nice to just be able to have like just a game that's like simple, you know? Can we talk about her suit though? The suit is dope. Fire. It's so I sick. love it. It, it. Literally, as soon as the, the trailer started and you saw her, I was like, I'm sold. I'm in. I'm like, this is what I want. I didn't I, see anything else but her suit. I'm like, I'm in. It's so sick. I hope they make that suit like DLC for Smash where you can use it. Yeah. That yeah. I... I, I don't see it. It's not like out of the, the po- realm of possibility for it to no, happen. No, no. It could happen for sure. I, I can definitely see that happening. I just don't know when or if it would happen anytime soon. I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe it, it, it can happen when, when the game comes out maybe around October yeah. hopefully. But who knows? I'm excited. I think it's cool. And, and I also, like I said before, I think it's a, a, a breath of fresh air when it comes to just like that. that's exactly what I want to play right now. And I think that's going to help me pick up my switch more now because i haven't played my switch in, in quite some time now um i, I use basically it's basically a smash system for me yeah um, i the last one we played was persona 5 strikers and we're kind of like we're kind of like well i play i game. remember i play that on ps5 oh that's right i have it for switch. Or ps4 I, I think a big part of me not playing my switch as much is the joy cons yeah the well drift. i talked about this earlier in, in like earlier podcasts where uh, i think like the first or second episode my my drift is bad in my in one yeah, mine and I have to two. buy another one. But like, I don't really want to spend the money. If I'm gonna spend the money on a joy a Joy-Con, you want to play the game, just, right? Or that, or like, I'm just gonna buy a Pro. Like, that's so why I, I think I'm just waiting for a Pro. We don't. Well, we'll more to that later. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about for that sure. later. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that, that would have been a good segue, though. For sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely probably get a new controller for this game. Yeah, a new Joy-Con because I'm gonna want to play on the go and whatnot. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to. October eighth is coming soon, so. I need. To, I mean, if they don't announce the Switch Pro, I'm gonna have to buy, a, you know, a new controller. Yeah, I will say there is one thing that I will say to the game that I was like, uh, it looks kind of generic. Was the the main bad guy that like sentry looking thing? You know, what I'm talking about like the robot. Yeah, that, like, yeah. Helped, he looked kind of basic. That's sure. like, you know, I, I was hoping for more like, uh, dark, grimy, you know characters yeah like, like the, you know yeah like ridley and all that kind of stuff and like the monsters right. but i mean that's just that's just me like nitpicking but the that's game the first one like, five minutes like that we, we we don't know anything about this game yet you know what i mean so exactly. i'm sure there's more enemies i'm sure there's more to come soon so i mean that's what i'm saying like this game is coming out like if you think about it summer's getting we're like mid-summer already like we're getting there yeah you know exactly. so 
it's 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 around the corner sort of i feel like it's, it's like we're gonna get past september and then july september august flies. exactly yeah. it's we're in the fall where and we either you know there's a slew of games coming out in the fall yep, um yep. so let's move on to our next game um i'll have you go this time since i went first last time what is the game that you second game that you're looking forward to so this might be out of left field for you but i don't know if you remember this game um this was in the xbox conference and was it, the, was it that side scroller looking one? Was yes. It, yes. 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 I was gonna pick that one, but I didn't. I didn't pick that one. But so it's, very it's my second one is replaced. It's called replaced, replaced and oh. it's coming soon. There's no release date, but it's that 2D side scroller for uh, Xbox Game Pass, and it kind of has that similar Metroid feel, where it's like a sci-fi scroller. But you're kind of, I don't even know who you are, but you're, you're kind of like, you're just fighting these bad guys. But the way the animations in that game look insane. And I think what really adds to the effect of that game is how it kind of moves the, the, the camera as you're fighting. Like that, the camera movement or the jolting, the jolting of the camera kind of adds to the, to the uh, atmosphere where as you're punching somebody, like the camera just shakes a little bit and it just kind of gives you a really good, like, satisfying vibe to it i don't know it looks sick you guys got to check it out it's probably one of the highlights of e3 because a lot of people are talking about it um what do you what did, what did you think what did you think of your place I, I thought that game was really cool definitely something i'd be interested in. i think it's a day one on game pass um and on game pass like yeah. you're, like you, if you have game pass you, you you have it like it's great just get it just get it it's it's sick and the only thing is like this again this is one of those games that i feel like should be on the switch just because of the nature of it Sure, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I'm, regardless, I'm going to play it on PC. But here's the thing about Game Pass. With um, xCloud being, like, a big thing now, you might be able to just play it on your phone if you want. Very true. Very you know true. what I mean? So, Or on a laptop or wherever you want. So, um, yeah, that game was, again, was a surprise. It was um, very surprising, too, because when it first started off, the trailer was, like, eh. Very, like um generic 8 8 bit it was very like a 8 bit yeah. sort of right and i'm like eh i'm not i'm not into this and then all of a sudden when it start the, the combat i'm like oh okay this is how they want to start off the combat like that's cool this. yeah and the, again the animation and it, that that gritty feel to it, it it's kind of like that like you know behind, like i don't know like that grounded like new york style fighting or something like that it just yeah it, just cool. it was cool just like the way that like the again that camera shifting and then like it, it mixes the combat like you really it felt almost like a fighting game but it's not a fighting game yeah yeah right so i i think i'm really gonna enjoy that game and it's gonna be right up there with metroid so i feel like if, i mean do you think it's coming out this year yeah i think it's coming out this year yeah Maybe fall, yeah. maybe fall, winter, Q4. I don't think it's going to get pushed. I feel like every game that they announced, like day one Game Pass, that they said, is going to be announced this year. So, again, end of the year is going to always be stacked. The Especially this year, because last year was kind of weird with like COVID and stuff. This year, I feel like there's going to be so many games for you to choose from that you're not going to be able yeah. to play all of them. You for know? sure. Yeah. Um, my second. What's yours? Elden Ring. Ooh. Okay. That's not All your right. third? That's not your third? Yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> it so really is my it. third. Let's yeah. talk about it, yeah. Elden so, Ring. Elden Ring, man. This was surprisingly amazing because, I mean, I, I okay, I, I was excited for Elden Ring, but I wasn't, like, over the top. Like, a lot of people are really excited for this game, right? Like, they're like... Well, you are, like, for you, you like I'm a from weird, software games. I'm weird yeah. when it comes to from software, yeah. Like... You're hit or miss with them. Like, you either like their games a lot. Like, Bloodborne puts you on a high. And then you kind of, like, saw all the other games 
and you're like, it's not Bloodborne. <laughs> like yeah. that's kind of kind of how you felt because it, it's it's one of those games where like if you start off with like the first if you start off with like no like number three and then you try to play like the uh, previous ones you're like and eh, this doesn't this is not great if you try playing gears five and then trying to get playing gears one you're like this sucks like this is not as good you know what i mean and and that's kind of like how i feel with um with bloodborne and, and, and the previous installments from from software because yeah they're they're great these games are great and i and i see why they're so good but it just never hit that high when I when I got what like what I got from Bloodborne, and I think Elden Ring is that is, is that like you're gonna get. I feel like it has that. We talked about this before. It has that gritty feel of Bloodborne, where you're like it has that dark atmosphere, but at the same time, it has more of like that nice, uh, bright kind of um, outdoorsy look to it too. It, it's not all dark and gritty, like you know. Exactly, um, you literally face off against like the bosses are gonna be demigods. You know yeah. they're gonna be, which is really cool. So almost like, like a mythology, like you know, God of War. For of, sure. You, you know what I mean? Like, well, that kind of story where you're feeling against mythology and stuff. I always love that stuff. And and, uh, and if it hits the fast pace of Bloodborne, I think it's gonna be which I think instant it hit will because they said that there's gonna be less emphasis on the stamina bar. Okay. Well, so you I could think, take that two ways though. You know, like that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. But it, it, it seems like this game is catered more towards the action-y part of a Souls game. It's going to be more fast-paced than, like, than Dark Souls. I feel like it's going to be somewhere between Sekiro and Dark Souls. I got to give Sekiro another chance. I love the game. I think, so I think Sekiro spoke to me more than any other of the uh, um, From Software games, um, obviously besides Bloodborne. But what I didn't really like about Sekiro was... It was hard. It was like really hard. Like it was more harder than it, I thought it would be. It was hard, be, you know? and it didn't like tell you necessarily where to go. To you just kind of fumbled your way through your thing. And that game's a lot more technical than mm. Souls games. You have to be really, really like on it to play that game. Like, I might, I might, I, I, I might have to give it a ch- chance again. I might have to give it a chance it. again. There's a grappling hook in there, so yeah, yeah. So um, we'll this is to... the year for grappling hooks for sure. So yeah, Sekiro, I'll give it another chance too. Um, but yeah, this game, I. I'm at a whole time high for it. Like just, just everything screaming bloodborne again, like that feeling. So it just looks so good. Like it does graphic graphically. It looks amazing. Uh, gameplay wise. It looks amazing. And it has, it just has like, you could tell when there's going to be an amazing game on your hands. And this one's going to be one of them. Like you could definitely see that. You know, what's a really good sign is when you see these trailers and these demos, that the game looks already polished. Mm. When I was watching the trailer, I was like, "Oh, this game already has that. It, it looks like it's ready to play." Right. When you when you see trailers and stuff, and the game doesn't look that great, you're, you're like, mm, "You're questioning it." You're like, for example, Final Fantasy. You know, we're not gonna talk about yeah. that, but Final Fantasy and then Pokemon that makes you question it. Like, but this yeah. game had none of that, and we're like, "Oh, they're on it." You know, yeah. so that gives me confidence. Uh, I'm excited to see more, and, I, and I'm not sure when because this this is coming out January 19th. Um, again, a little ways off, but it's it's you know it's not too far off. It, like it's gonna come like before you know it. That and sucks. I, it comes I, I want to s- know. I want to know when we'll see more of this. You know, like I'm screwed because that's when Legends Arceus comes out January. Yeah, it's gonna be it's, it's 2022 a banger of a year. A plus banger. we're gonna have Halo. We're, yeah. we're gonna be coming out it's back from nuts. Halo. It's gonna be what I wanna crazy. what I wanna know about this game more so is the online component. 
Um, because I know from software, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they, they've learned from previous games. I think from software has struggled with online gameplay with their previous games, but I, I I think for some reason, something tells me that this game, they've kind of took all that feedback and I think they're going to do something special with the online. I think they're going to do it how we want online to to kind of work right you you, you pick a, a lobby or or you pick a you know a teammate that you want and then you just send them over to your to your world and you're just playing off the bat none of this cumbersome like you know trying to like find get someone item. trying to find an item for them to have you come into their you have to um, literally world. do like a ritual to like it's a, it's a it's a legit ritual and i think that from software has learned i'm hoping and they'll be able to simplify the um matchmaking and i and i think that if they if they if they make it work if they make the matchmaking work i think this game is gonna be amazing like it's fun as hell playing online like when i was playing bloodborne with you i think that was great it just took a lot of effort just i to didn't get into i didn't really world. like once you knew how to do it i i didn't mind it too much it was a little bit of a pain so it's like maybe they make it a little easier but i kind of like the whole like you have to summon someone into your your, your game. They could I think do that. They could still do that, but it was just sometimes it didn't work. Sometimes it just yeah. There was, was, there was too many rules. You need like a password involved. or something like that to get. I, right. I get it. Yeah, you just eliminate that. More, yeah. So I so, think they they have something special in their hands if they can um if they can ace the uh, online component to it because that's a big like it's it's grown more and more right the online component for from software games. And especially like just Souls games in general, like the online component has been not a priority, but it's been a, a big, important role in the games. So Elden's, uh, Elden Ring is going to be probably going to be nine off the bat. Like that's what I'm going to grade it right now. I don't even know the game and I think it's going to be nine. It's going to be great. I think you're going to fix everything. It's going to be the game we want. It's yeah. going to, again, feel Dark Souls and Bloodborne combined. That's what they're doing. Looks what it looks like. For sure. Last game. Since you already got all of your three That's out. It. This one's going to be a surprise for you. This is my last game. Okay. Forza 5 Horizon. Forza okay. Horizon. Yeah. Okay. I didn't expect that at all. So you you were really into the the uh, showcase that they showed, right? Like, like the gameplay and all that stuff. Yeah. They did such a good job. Um, again, those graphics look phenomenal. And the fact that, like, you can just, like, meet up with your friends. Like, just drive around places like that's cool it's gonna for me that's gonna be like the racing game that i've been like because i was really into racing games when i was a kid the need for speed and, and midnight club but mm-hmm. after that i never really got back into them i think this one is gonna the one that's gonna make me get back into into racing games yeah this but, is another one where i think the online component is gonna shine here oh yeah right um especially with all the cool stuff cool features that they showed on the uh showcase this one i i'm interested in and I'm a, I'm a I'm a car fan for sure, but I don't car for some reason the only car game that really grabbed my attention for a long time was Midnight Club, and I think it was just because it was just out of this fucking world like you know you had like boosts and you had like a, powers and stuff powers yeah. and stuff like that you could flip over and shit. Um, so this one being more grounded, more realistic, I, I don't know if it will keep me engaged. But if I'm playing with you, for example, or if I'm paying, playing with Caleb or whatever, this can kind of keep me going for a little bit longer, especially with all the cool uh, gameplay that they showed, right? Like all the cool game modes that they had with like the pinballs and, and all of this wonky stuff that they had there. I think it'd be pretty cool to play. Yeah, and I think it's going to be sick if they have like little missions where like you have to find this this area, like go find it around. We don't, we're not going to tell you exactly where it is, but, but go find it and all your friends have to do like almost like a treasure hunt around driving around trying to find this thing. I think they can. They have a lot to work with. 
Um, and again, now, like what? I was just gonna say. Correct me if I'm wrong. So this the the previous Forza games had this open world component to it, right? This isn't the first time they're doing it, right? So there's Forza, like normal Forza, and there's a Horizon series. The Forza series is more of like that track based. Um, you, you're really just on tracks, yeah. right? Driving around. Um, whereas Horizon's a little more open world. You can just drive wherever you want. And obviously they have that stuff where you can you can drive on a track, but um, I tend to lean more towards Horizon more because you get to drive around and, do, and it's open. It's more open world, you know. Like yeah. Forza, regular Forza is more of like a driving driving sim. Yeah, Horizon is a little more than that. It's, it's yeah, it's a little bit more um, out of. It kind of takes away. It kind of takes it a little bit less serious. Right? Yeah. So I think if if there's a game that you're going to get into, it probably will be horizon because yeah. of that aspect but it, it definitely got me inter- interested like it looked cool i liked everything that they showed the graphics look insane i think what they're doing with the horizon franchise as a whole is great i think it looks cool you know um i don't i mean it's on game pass too so i mean why wouldn't i try it you know what i mean exactly. like there, there's so many like uh checkoffs like checkpoints um that they just keep hitting that i'm just like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try this regardless if i'm really interested or really in, um invested in this franchise or not yeah so um i think that ends our discussion for our top e3 games um again it was metroid dread uh elden ring uh replaced forza horizon 5 and we were pretty much on the same boat for yeah, the most part yeah I, yep. I was gonna pick breath of wild but i'm like that's like that's like I can't. I don't even add that. I already even put that. Like you know, yeah. that's like. But um, so let's move on to topic two. All right, let's review E three. If you were to give this year's E three a grade out of ten, no point system, just just straight out of ten, what would you give it? So this is E three as a whole. We're not separating them. This is just combined. No, E three as a whole in general, the way they did this format, um, how they spread out through the days. What, what would you give it compared to other years? I'm gonna give it a solid seven. Seven. Um, because I think they did they did some good things. They did they did some okay. highs and some lows. Like I said in the beginning here, I think the the format is. Like we talked about this before, I don't mind this format. I, I I think I enjoy this a little bit because it just feels more clean cut. It's not, um, like I understand your point where you enjoy more of like the like the crowds and, and people, you know, just kind of giving their feedback and all that stuff. I get that for sure. I um, like the spectacle of it. Yeah, but I don't think that's what for me. I don't think that's what does e3 i don't think that's what really makes e3 e3 i feel like what makes e3 is just the announcements the games whatever they show and i think if it wasn't for microsoft in this in this year's e3 we would have a very lackluster e3 um i think nintendo did their thing right they did a pretty decent job but i think xbox really carried the whole team on their back because they showed so many games they announced so many um different types of genre games in general and it, it gets you hyped even if you're not a huge xbox fan like i think it they just did a great job as a whole so like square nx they you know the, a lot of a lot of these um smaller uh, uh e3 showcases didn't do 
much of anything for us, right? They actually did a pretty poor job at showcasing games or even showing anything at all. So format-wise, I think it's fine. I think it's okay the way they did it. Um, content as a whole, as like what E3 has to offer, I think it's very low in that in that point. That's why I gave it a seven because it, it was good. It wasn't bad. We still had high moments in in the you know throughout the days, but um, if it was again, if it wasn't for Microsoft showing the amount of games that they did, it would be a very lackluster show. Yeah. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said, but again, this is personal opinion, right? So in the comments, don't blame me for giving more a score, but what I truly feel like for this E3, I'm going to give this E3 a five. Mm, okay. Um, what didn't speak to you? What did speak to you though? So first off for this E3, Sony being gone, that's a big, big thing. That's yeah, I didn't mention that's that, but yes, huge. Yep. That and right off the jump, I have to take off points for that because I know they're, they're they've been doing their thing for a couple of years now, but if Nintendo's there, like you can be there, Sony. You know and what it's I mean? not E three's fault, right? It's not like E three as a company's it's fault, Sony. but again, they 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 don't have that that huge component to them, and it you know I agree with your your you taking points off because of that. Yeah, so so Sony not being there, and again, Sony has a bulk. Usually, always has a bulk of like huge announcements. You mm-hmm. know, um, like even with the the Death Stranding thing, right? Like that could have been part of E three. It wasn't, but it could have been part of E three. So I just decided to do it, and now it's like questioning. Like that could have made that into something. Like, like you're like, if Sony was there, would they have shown Metal Gear? I you know, know. there's you know so I mean? many what ifs yeah yeah but um so i gotta take points off for that personally the new format i see what you're saying it's clean concise it gets to the point you see the games but they didn't the only people that i feel like really did that was xbox and nintendo all the other conferences they were just like they rambled sometimes about things they're just like just show me the games just show me the games you yeah. know well i think e3 had every conference has an issue when it comes to just rambling about because they always want to like make themselves look yeah really highlight good, the developers right? highlight they want to highlight everything yeah um, but what they don't really realize is that we we understand that and then i think there's there's ways to do it but at the end of the day you're just here to see games you're just here to see announcements and you I th- again i think microsoft had I think the way their format was probably perfect in my eyes. The way you would do a conference in any E3, um, whether it's this year or five years ago, this is how it should be. You you come in, you introduce whoever it is, and then five, you know, less than five minutes or so, you're like throwing game after game after game after game without really giving the the audience that much time to like take a break. You're like, holy shit! Like, there's another one. Holy shit! There's another one. And they're all like bangers, you know. Like maybe not 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 games that might speak to us as like players, but we can see we we can appreciate. Okay, this game looks good, or this game is pretty cool. Um, and it just kept going from there, you know. So I think if Everyone had a format like how Microsoft did it. Even Sony has issues with that sometimes, right? But if 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 Microsoft had like a blueprint and they gave it to every other um, developer or every other company and they followed that format, I feel like E3 would be so like high up there. It would be so good. Yeah, even Nintendo. Nintendo does a good job too with their directs. So oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, but they, they they've been doing this for so long. Like as far as like their directs, they they've like perfected it in some in some ways. It wasn't perfect this E three for sure for them, but um, they they do a good job at showcasing like you know again back to back games. 
Yeah. And again, if if Microsoft didn't basically hold the weight, put the put the team on their, their its back. Um, I mean, I think Razer did a good job too, but again, they only showed three three products. You yeah. Know what I mean, um, and that was more of like an old school way of showing things, which I appreciated. Yeah. Square uh, Enix, like if you if you look back at it, this could have been this should have been a good conference, right? The games that they showed that people were like looking forward to see, they most of them fell short. Um, yeah. I think the highlight was Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It was cool to see, but the Origins game fell short. Origins fell short. People were excited for that, and when you see that game, you're like, "Oof, it doesn't look right. Something's weird. Something's off there." Bab, uh, what's it called? Babylon, Babylon, Babylon's fall. Babylon's fall. Thank you. Uh, Platinum's game, yeah, it, yeah. Babylon's Fall. That's what it is. That was another game that everyone was excited to see, and then it just doesn't look good. Like there's something just, yeah. really bad, really off about that game. So there are a lot of games that they show that if they were, if they hit hard, they would have been great. But they, some of them were just kind of weird, and I don't know. Yeah, they, and that's they the kinda, thing. It kind of messed up their conference. This E3, they just there wasn't like bangers. Like right. bangers and bangers and bangers, you know, of like these new announcements. It was stuff that we kind of already knew about already. There wasn't any like brand new. Inf- there were like a handful of surprises, but they weren't even like big surprises, you right. know. So the hype level was really low for the C three, and I get it. It's it's a it's a bounce back year from from all the things that was happening. But yeah, um, that's why I'm gonna rate this. That's why I rated the E three as I did. As far as who's who won E three. I think we could both answer that. That's that's Microsoft. Microsoft they they killed sure. it. And you know what too? I don't want to say they kind of cheated, but they had a Bethesda um on their side too. So like they had like a dual thing where they had sure. those, yeah. you know. And but again, them, they dropped the ball. No, there's scroll six. They show that new space game, Sky something, I forget the name of it. But uh Uh Starfield. Starfield, yeah. So but again, nothing like that blew, blew my mind. Even the new Smash character, like, that didn't blow my mind. I'm like, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, this E3 wasn't the best, wasn't the worst, but could have been more hype. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, COVID. I mean, I hate to bring that up and make an excuse out of it, but, like, it could have probably been the case, you know? like Well, it halted development and stuff, so I, I get that. Um, yeah. So let, let's... Uh, who won it? Microsoft, one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Microsoft by, I would say Microsoft Followed by, by Nintendo. Yeah, Followed Nintendo, by Nintendo after. did their thing. Nintendo just kind of did like their their bear thing. And it, what, Nintendo did exactly what we expected. That's all right. they did. Yeah, I think they showed games, and I think a lot of games that we don't really talk about. Like I know people are really interested in the Wario game. Um, yeah, that's true. Sure, like you know, you know, they they have that audience, which is great. So there's a lot of games that they show that a lot of people are, are interested. Um, for me, Metroid was the big, the biggest one. Um, oh yeah, by far. Zelda, you know, Breath of the Wild two was one of the biggest ones. Besides that, though, I wanted to see Pokemon. I wanted to see. Um, that was very know. surprising. That I was shocked when they didn't show Pokemon. Well, they I think sh- they're just gonna have a Pokemon Direct. Like you yeah. know, that's gonna happen exactly. You know? um, and then I was really disappointed with the Smash character. I was really disappointed with that being the last final two characters, you know, having that slot for him. And I think that, um, you know, second character, I forget his freaking name, but it, it just, I mean, partially my fault because I was kind of hoping for Sora, but again, I wasn't, uh, it was more, it was more so of like 
more of a wishful thinking than actually thinking he was actually going to be the next character. But I don't know. I just wish the last two the last two characters were something like really out of left field. And this one, I guess people. I mean, don't get me wrong. People are excited for this. They're like, "Oh shit, Tekken! Like that's great. That's cool." Um, it just doesn't speak to me because I'm not a, a huge fighting character uh, player. So, yeah. Yeah, but th- the thing is, it's like when they put fighting characters in a fighting game, it's like, but you can play them in Street Fighter. You can play them in Tekken, and they play. Yeah, I think the coolest ones, obviously, right, were Ke- uh, right Ryu and Ken, right? Because yeah. I mean, that's just Ryu and Ken. You can't really go wrong with that. Um, Terry was like, "All right, cool," and you like him as a character. But I think that's enough. I think that's you don't need that. Many I mean, I, in all honesty, characters. if you're gonna put a fighting character, put freaking Scorpion or Sub Zero in there, right? Yeah, like yeah. That, true, that's true, a, true. that's even more hype. I need like, but let's not talk about the Super Smash thing. I know where we got our feelings hurt with that, but we got one more spot, and we'll see. Maybe we'll even be a Fighters Pass three. Yeah, we'll but, see. Um, last topic of the day. They didn't show Switch Pro. Mm-hmm. There were so many rumors, so many. This is why you can't go by rumors, by the way, because no. well, they're going to show it. They're going to show it. They're going to show it. They're show it. There were rumors showing saying that they were going to show it prior to E3, and yeah, here we are now. Exactly. So you have to always take everything you hear from the press is from a, with a grain of salt, you know. Um, so let's try and figure out why it didn't make an appearance. I'm going to start off as to why I think, and I think it has something to do with. The chip shortage. Okay. You're, they might have problems manufacturing this thing right now because of what's happening with all the chips. Just like the, the PS5, just like the Xbox Series X, they're having trouble with getting these in stores and getting these people's hands. So Nintendo's going to go and magically just get these units out. Like It's just going to be that whole thing over again. Like It's only going to be a few million people that are going to get it first. And I think yep. Nintendo's trying to avoid that for this. Um so I think it's kind of like why they're putting a pause on it and waiting until the right opportunity until the, the market levels out um, and does that. That's my personal opinion. It could be right. something else. What do you think? Why do you think they didn't show it? I don't know, man. I, there could have been a lot of things. I just don't think they were ready to show it right now. I think that as much as we wanted it to be here at E3, I just don't know if they have everything aligned up. A lot, a lot of it probably has to do with, like you said, the chip shortage. Um, it could be that they don't have the proper um led screen or you know oled screen that they're trying to use for for this um for this game or for this console sorry uh there's just a lot of things that could could have gone wrong um i don't know i i don't think they just want to show it right now you know i I don't have a, a a proper answer for this because a lot of things were kind of shown to tell us like okay this is going to be at e3 or or going to be announced prior to e3 and it didn't happen so it could be that my, uh, Nintendo is just like, hey, let's just wait it out a little bit closer to Breath of the Wild 2 when we have a better idea of when that game's coming out um, because we kind of want to release it coinciding with that game. Who knows? But I, th- I think that's a very Nintendo thing for them to do, and they did that with a lot of uh, excuse me, with games here. For example, when Twilight Princess came out for the Wii, they also released it for GameCube, right? So like a month later, so they might be waiting for Breath of Wild, Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild to, uh, and that's probably not even gonna be the name of it, honestly. No, I'm sure there's. I, a... I, yeah, they're, they're changing it to a different. I don't think they're calling it Breath of Wild Two. They're gonna change it Legend of Zelda something, right? Right. I think there's rumors saying that if they show the actual title, that it will spoil it'll the game. It'll spoil the game. Yeah. Um. So. So they're probably honestly 
kind of going to release this thing with the new Zelda game. If that's because if you want like the optimized experience, get the the pro version of of Zelda, right. you know, because um, that's what this game's. But you can also get it for Switch. You know, put it on your Switch Lite and whatnot. Um, and again, they they don't they don't need to rush to get this thing out because oh, the take six, your time. Like you showed the game already. So well. Yeah, doing, you're gonna have people speculate for a long time because there were a lot of if you break that trailer down, there's a lot of things that you can speculate with. You know what I mean? Like the bionic arm that you know Link has, like that's crazy. Uh, but there's a lot if you kind of dissect that trailer. So people are are good for for a while now. So just kind of take your time and do what you got to do, and I'm you know we'll, we'll see what happens. But as far as the Switch Pro goes, I I don't think we're gonna see that anytime soon. Now I feel like I feel like when they have a release date for the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild Two is when we'll start seeing more information kind of trickling out with Switch Pro. Do you think that they're going to just release a whole new console? It's not going to be a Pro. It's going to be something different. It's no. still going to be Switch in essence, but it's it's going to be their next generation. Because when you when you when you offer a Pro version of your console, that's not the next gen. So it's not, but you. I right? get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but the Switch is doing phenomenal right now for them. And I don't see them switching over to a completely different console at the moment, especially with how how well it's selling. How well I don't, Switch I don't. I'm not saying it won't be a Switch. I'm not saying it's going to still be a Switch in one way, but right. I don't think it's going to be. It might be like the Switch too, right? Like I think it's more in that realm than being just a pro version. Because again, Nintendo doesn't do those pro things. I don't yeah. think they're going to be like. We're going to give you a console halfway through its life cycle, and then we're going to release the next gen, which is going to be radically different. I think they're going to come out with a completely new, different console. In a well, sense. if they kind of do that with the handheld games or handheld consoles, right? The DS, the they Nintendo, do. Uh, you are right. They give. They do have. Other they do a lot, like 3DS, the 2DS, like the new like, 3DS, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I could see, I could see both ways, you know. It's hard to tell because, like I said before, Nintendo will do Nintendo things, so you don't know what is coming up next with them. But I can see both things. I can see them releasing a Switch 2 completely different, or I can see them kind of doing an incre- incremental change to the Switch. And But again, Nintendo is not really a huge, like, like graphics type of like you know like they're they're not really into the specs and stuff like that so i i don't i don't know it's very very interesting like conversations about nintendo and 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 their um their strategies are very interesting to me it's so completely different than sony and microsoft like microsoft power you know what i mean just like but with with switch it's nintendo you can't tell and for future things that are going to be coming out rumors i think this taught everyone like stop like holding on to each of these rumors because at the end of the day, Nintendo is going to tell you what Nintendo's going to release. One's going to release it, and yep. doesn't matter what everyone rumors. You just got to wait until they say it, and that's what we get. So yeah, I mean, they did kind of give us a, a fair warning prior to E3. They did say, you know, find out that, or they 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 did say that they were going to let us know about software and not hardware stuff. So we, you know, they kind of set our expectations at that point. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Maybe the next direct will be. Or they just show the Nintendo Switch Pro. You never know. It's yep. not going to be called the Pro, but you know whatever they call it. Yeah, for sure. I think if they called it a Pro, it'd be a weird name to have it called a Pro. It's going to be I, my my guess. It's going to be called like 
the switch to or something like that and that's that's it okay all right yeah yeah i i kind of like the pro name to it but yeah i I can see nintendo not going for that no it's not a very nintendo um like name you know what i mean like i just don't see them they don't usually do that they always make it like the slim or the the super switch whatever remember we, we, we saw a name that was like the super, super switch. switch or something i love that i love cool. that it's like yeah that's sick so Kel, <laughs> this uh is the end of the show right now we talked about everything um is there anything else you want to add about e3 in general and just like this past week how crazy it was um it was crazy in a sense for us because we were just you know live streaming as much as we can and I think we have some decent content out there. So, guys, check it out. Uh, follow us. Subscribe. You know, we, we appreciate any little um, help for our channel and for our podcast. Um, but as far as the, as far as E3 as a whole goes, I, I just don't. We'll see what next year holds for us because I feel like next year will be we'll be in a better place as a as a, you know, as the world keeps going. You know what I mean? For so sure. I, I think that that's going to definitely show what e3 is still capable of if it's still able to kind of live in a you know gaming atmosphere the way that we are now you know and i think you know we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens but as of this year e3 it was it was okay you know if it, again if it wasn't for microsoft or nintendo this e3, this e3 would have been pretty bad so yep uh so guys uh if you guys still don't know what to get your dad for father's day I know we're coming up pretty close. Kelvin made a really great video, and most of the stuff that you can uh, that's on that video is on Amazon, and they even do like free one day shipping. So if you watch that yeah. video like right now, it's gonna be like Friday, right up here. You'll see that right up here, and just freaking just just you'll you'll get it to your dad before that time. So watch the video, and there's some great options there. So um, that's it for the Project Tech Gaming podcast. Uh, We'll see you guys next week, and thank you so much for your support. Have a good one, Kelf. Got you guys.